Welcome to Down to Wander with your host, Carrie Nelson, full-time traveler, life coach, former therapist, and all-around curious person. Are you down to wander with me? Hey, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode. In this episode, it's just me, myself, and I reflecting back on my first full year of podcasting. I talk about the difficult behind-the-scenes moments in the early days my amazing guests, along with begging for more amazing guests for the future, and I share my goals for the future as well as gratitude for you listeners. I honestly couldn't do it without you. This podcast is sponsored by me and my business, Wandering Soul Life Coaching, where I provide both individual and couples coaching sessions. If you need support, I can help. Sign up for your free consultation at wanderingsoullifecoaching.com. And sincerely, Thanks for listening. Hey, everybody, and welcome to my recap of the first year of podcasting. So just a warning, this is going to be super awkward for me. Um, This is my first episode where it's just me kind of talking into the abyss. I don't have any guests. It's just me in a room staring at this microphone with a couple of notes and... Honestly, it's super uncomfortable for me. (laughs) This is totally out of my comfort zone. I know most people know that I'm super extroverted and I can talk to anyone, but just talking to no one (laughs) is kind of weird for me. And like most people, I don't like public speaking, even if I'm not being seen. I'm definitely fearful of negative evaluation. And I also don't necessarily like the sound of my own voice, but... I want to push myself out of my comfort zone. That's what this podcast is all about. People have been super vulnerable with me all year on this podcast, and I just need to continue to practice that myself. As a coach, I'm always practicing what I preach or trying to. I'm definitely not perfect at it and mess up all the time, but I just wanted to do this by myself. Anthony offered to just kind of sit with me and, you know, just kind of ask me questions here and there. And I was like, I think I want to do this by myself. So here we are. And uh, yeah, I don't know what this is really going to look like. I kind of came up with an outline of some things that I want to talk about, but it might just be me rambling for a little bit. So I'm going to apologize in advance for that. Just a reminder, though, you do not have to listen. If it sucks so bad, you can always turn it off and I won't know, so I won't be offended. Um, But I just want to take this opportunity to talk about the last year, because last week's episode was episode 52 for me. I officially have done a year of podcasting and 52 episodes. This episode is 53 and starting my second year. And I wanted to commemorate that somehow and just talk about my experience because I feel like I've grown so much in the last year from doing this. My first episode aired on April 5th. And that was the first part of my own personal story. And since then, lots of different guests have come on. And yeah, I just kind of want to recap what some of that looked like. So first I'm thinking, just like looking back at getting started. So I don't know how many of you actually know the story. I think I talked a little bit about it in episode two um, which was part two of my story. But 
I started listening to storytelling podcasts and I really liked them. I was listening to some coaching podcasts, but honestly, they were a little too like peppy and positive and kind of like fake to me. Um, so that I wanted to kind of figure out how I could blend, hopefully like teaching some lessons and things that I've learned along the way that have been really helpful for me having a quality life and then also having other people's stories be heard. Um, because since I've been a mental health professional for so many years, I've got to hear some incredible stories, some of them sad, some of them traumatizing, some of them uplifting, inspiring. And because I've heard those stories, like I, I just feel so comfortable with mine. And it's really helped me to just feel better about who I am and what my life looks like. And honestly, other people, I do believe that most of us are inherently good people. And if we have some behaviors that are a little questionable, there's a reason behind it. And so I wanted to give other people the opportunity to hear the stories that I've been fortunate to hear for so, so long. And so the podcast idea was kind of born. And honestly, I had no idea that I would actually do it. Um, for those of you who know me well, probably Anthony knows this the like most about me, I have come up with so many freaking ideas and I haven't followed through on almost any of them. I don't know if it's the little bit of ADD that I probably have from my dad's side or if it's the self-doubt that gets in the way or what it is, but I, I just haven't really acted on some of the things that I've I've thought about doing. And Anthony said to me that, he thinks it's just, I didn't find the right thing for me until podcasting. And maybe that's the case. But yeah, so this podcast started, we got to Florida last year in February, the end of February, I think. And I started thinking about this podcast and what I wanted it to look like. And I honestly have no idea what I was expecting um, because behind the scenes, like, I was totally out of my wheelhouse. Um, I am not technologically savvy. Thank God Anthony has, like, some background in that. Um, but, like, I'm that kind of person. I'm like a boomer where, like, I don't even like getting a new phone every two to three years because I hate technological change. Like, I just want things to stay the same. I know that makes me sound super old, and I'll accept that because I am 37 now, but... So I have no idea when I was like, yeah, I can record audio and edit it and like put it out to the world. I was totally lost. Thankfully, I want to give a huge shout out to my good friend, Mike Peters, because he has been podcasting, I don't know how long, um, at least two years, I'm thinking. But I reached out to him and I was like, hey, I want to do this. He was totally down to help me. He had great recommendations, um, talked to me about different platforms to use, different editing software, told me about, you know, like kind of the basics of what I would need equipment wise. And honestly, I think like 5% of that conversation got in. And the other 95% of the time I was like, holy shit, I am not going to be able to do this. Like he's talking to me, like he totally knows what he's talking about. And I, I, I'm just so lost. Um, but I started out with his recommendations. I don't know if anyone's planning on getting into podcasting. I know a few of my friends and family 
have talked about it, so I guess I'll just throw some things out there. It was recommended to me that I check out the platform Buzzsprout. Um, That's where I upload my episodes, and that's my feed that gets it out to all of the other platforms. Um, It was a pretty simple process to get started. Um, It's also pretty cheap, which is nice. It's like I pay 18 bucks a month, and I can upload, like I think, six hours a month, which works for my hour to an hour and a half episodes every week. Um, So that works for me. And it's really simple to use. So that's been great. He recommended that I check out Audacity for editing software and recording software. It is free. I'm all about free stuff. It was super confusing to learn in the beginning, but now I kind of got a hang of it. There are so many bells and whistles and things that you can do with editing. And I just kind of do the bare minimum. And I'll talk about that a little bit later. And then he also recommended another free software called Levelator. And quite honestly, I don't know what it does. It's the last thing that I put the recording through and it makes sure that, you know, if someone has a super low microphone and my microphone's really loud, it just makes sure that like it levels all of that out. I think it does like six features that you would have to do manually, but it does it all for you. So I don't even know what those features are, but it makes it sound better. That's the last step that I do before it's ready to go out there. So yeah, that's that's what I do. But yeah, I definitely want to say like, thank you, Mike. Cool thing is, is that he also informed me that he does listen regularly, like to every episode, uh, which is huge. I love that support. And he also says that he likes it. <laughs> so I mean, I don't know if he's lying about it, but if he's listening every week, I don't think he'd waste his time. Um, so means a lot to me that he's supporting what I'm doing. And he's been supporting it from the beginning. A little bit about Mike, because I do want to promo his podcast because his podcast is freaking great. He himself is a stand-up comedian in the Binghamton, New York area. And on his podcast, uh, On the Mic with Mike Peters, he interviews other stand-up comedians. Um, I think he started mostly with like local comedians, but now it's kind of expanded because his network has expanded. So it's like a great mix of usually two funny people. Um, (laughs) I think... I mean, I haven't heard any that like have sucked. Um, so they're usually funny people uh, talking about their journeys in a comedy, like if they've bombed and what that felt like, ridiculous stories of just things they've experienced in life. And sometimes it also gets like a bit deeper. So I think the conversation just kind of goes where it goes, but it's a super great listen. So please, please, please check out his podcast. It's super great. He's a great person. He's been a great friend to me for many, many years, even though we don't keep in touch as much as we could. I don't know. It's kind of like, you know, we pick up where we leave off. And I am moving to New York in the area. And once this COVID shit kind of calms down a little bit, because right now I'm super cautious, uh, like I don't even want to get a cold right now on top of pregnancy. Um, But I'm hoping to go to a ton of his shows and um, support him a ton because he's just a great person. So thank you, Mike, for helping me get my shit remotely together to start this podcast. And thank you for listening and always being a great support. And uh, yeah, check out his podcast on the mic with Mike Peters. I'm not getting paid for this. I'm just really, really grateful for the help that he gave me in the beginning because without him, (laughs) I have no idea if I would have gotten this project started. So 
Again, for those people who might be interested in what I started off with, I literally bought like two microphones off Amazon, a pair of decent headphones. I already had my laptop. I got an external hard drive because Anthony was sure that my laptop was going to crap out sometime this year and I would lose everything. And then I used the software that Mike told me about. So like, that's what I started with. When it came to me like designing my podcast, I knew I wanted to start off with my own story. Honestly, because I wanted to share it. I wanted to use it as therapy for myself. Um, I've done a lot of personal work and I kind of wanted to reflect on where I started and where I am now and the whole journey in between. Um, Because I think I've been told this by people that, and this is not me bragging, but I've been told by people that I really seem to have my shit together And I want everyone to know that that was not always the case. (laughs) Um, My shit was all over the place for a really long time. And there's still times just because I'm human where my shit gets scattered. But I've learned so many skills along the way, some of them from, you know, therapists that I've worked with, some of them from friends, and some of them just honestly through experimentation of my own and just always working on my stuff. But I wanted to share that journey. And um, it was super therapeutic to write. I actually ended up getting into flow state like several times, which I don't know that I've ever experienced before that. I think I took like two weeks to write up both episodes. I think it was like 15 pages long. And, you know, I just kind of like poured it all out there. And a big part of me doing that also was like, I knew I was going to have guests on that were going to be sharing vulnerable stuff and their own personal stories. And like, even as a therapist, one of the reasons I switched over to coaching is so I could share my story a little bit more and help people to see that they weren't alone. And as a therapist, there's a very fine line between like appropriate disclosure and inappropriate disclosure. And I really feel like when I did use disclosure in therapy, it just opened up a deeper connection with me and my clients and coaching allows me to do that. And I love it. And so I figured again, like I'm not going to expect anyone to be vulnerable and share their personal stuff with me if I'm not willing to do the same. So lots of different reasons that the first two episodes are my own personal story. Honestly, Uh, those two episodes definitely do not contain everything I've been through in my life. Um, and especially not in detail because honestly, I just wanted to protect some people that I care about. And also, you know, I don't think it's necessary to give the nitty gritty details. I think as my podcast has continued, I think I've shared a bit more here and there with guests, um, about some of the things that I've been through and I've opened up a little bit more. Um, and that's my goal is just to continue and, whatever comes up with my guests kind of comes up. And I plan on sharing a bit more moving forward. But yeah, as of today, and today is March 31st. So I'm recording this. So I have time to edit it and get it out on Monday um, this week. As of today, my first episode, the first half of my personal story has 213 downloads. Like I, it's so crazy to me. I cannot believe that like 213 people have listened to my story. Yeah, it's it's really cool. I don't know what they thought of it. Uh, some people have reached out and talked to me about it. But um, yeah, that's just super, super cool. 
But when recording the first episode and the second episode, holy anxiety. Like, you know, when you're in, what is it? Is it elementary school or middle school where you have to read aloud and it like, you know, it goes in order of your seating arrangement and you start to count paragraphs because you know, like you want to get prepared for what your paragraph says. So you're not even listening to the paragraphs in front of you. You're just waiting for your chance. And you're like, I'm going to mess it up. I'm, I'm going to completely forget how to read. That's how I felt uh, doing episodes one and two. I wrote it all out and I was like, so much, so, so much anxiety. Um, I kept wanting to do retake after retake. Like I would mess up and I would stop it. And like after three paragraphs, go all the way back to the beginning and re- like restart. And then I realized I was a moron and I would never get through it that way. So I just remembered <laughs> that I could edit and then I just went with it. Like I stumbled over words. I'll never forget when I was editing, I was like, oh my gosh, I breathe so freaking hard. Um, so I was like trying to take every breath out to, I guess, so you guys wouldn't know that I breathe, which is ridiculous. I'm also going to say that I'm talking a lot all by myself throughout this and I am pregnant and you do get winded. So if you hear like me panting while I'm talking, like I apologize, but again, (laughs) I'm putting myself out there with it being uncomfortable and everything. And, uh, this is just what you're getting. Um, (laughs) So yeah, the first two episodes too. I also want to mention, I recorded them in our RV when it was, um, I guess it would have been probably in March. And March in Florida here is um, still really humid and sometimes sweaty. And I didn't want the air conditioner on in the RV because I didn't want it to be too loud and I didn't know if I could edit it out. I also didn't want the windows open because there's neighborhood dogs And there's bird noises and airplanes sometimes because we're near Orlando. So, like, I literally just sat in the RV and, like, sweated uh, as I read from the scripts that I had. So, uh, yeah, real fun experience. But I did it. I finished it. I then got to editing and lost my shit. Um, Couldn't figure out how to even do the basic editing There were like a few tips here and there. I watched a ridiculous amount of YouTube videos. Like, again, I was trying to take all the breaths out. I was trying to make it shorter. I was trying to do like all of these fancy editing things because there are so many bells and whistles in the programming that you can do. And I just wanted it to be good. Like, I just, I I really was struggling with, like, hardcore perfectionism in the beginning, which is crazy because it's something that I felt like I had made so much progress with perfectionism. But when you're putting stuff out there for, like, you know, the world to listen to, like, obviously, I'm no Joe Rogan or Dak Shepard or anything. Um, so, you know, I wasn't expecting the whole world to listen, but, like, anyone. I, I just wanted it to be good, and I got super, super in my head. It was it was ridiculous. But I did it and I put it out there and I'm glad I did. I, I had people reach out to me that, you know, said that they could relate, that they didn't know a lot of that stuff about me. I got some feedback early on that was just really positive and really cool. And honestly, it was just great to know that like people were actually listening and I was being heard. It's another thing. That um, another thing, honestly, that I've struggled with in my life is because I am 
a mental health therapist in the past. And since I am a coach and since I have done a lot of work on emotional management, people come to me a lot and ask for advice and ask for help. And I I love being that person for people. I have had to boundary myself because sometimes it's it's gotten me into situations where I've been taken advantage of. And in the last couple of years, it hasn't been that way. I have been pretty boundaried and I know what my limits are. But with that being said, quite honestly, I don't have a lot of relationships where people ask about me. I think people think that I have my shit together all of the time. And again, you know, most of the time it's wrangled. Sometimes it's scattered. And I definitely have people that I do go to if I need that support. And I'm not afraid to just kind of say, hey, I'm struggling. But for the most part, like, I don't get asked. Um, (laughs) And like, people don't ask about me. And definitely at work, you know, that's not a thing. I'm always helping other people. So I don't know, it was kind of nice just to like, share my stuff and to for me to feel heard. So yeah, it was really cool. And uh, then episode three was Anthony's episode, my husband, who most people know as being like almost selectively mute, doesn't talk, very quiet, but he was totally open and again, has supported the podcast since day one. And uh, we were both super anxious on that one. We recorded the whole thing and we had to get rid of it. We went to go edit it and the <sighs> we used two microphones and there was like feedback and echo We didn't realize that it was like such a small space in the RV that they had to be further apart, like all of these different things. And it was just a freaking mess. And it was so disappointing because, you know, like in the beginning, it was super awkward to start. And then the the episode was actually like really good. And then we just had to scrap it because there was just no way. I mean, even he tried editing it himself. And both of us were just like, this whole thing is screwed. So we had to redo his episode. So technically episode three is a retake, um, but it still came out great. And um, I think it's like the number three most listened to episode. And it's been great. He actually shares it with his students. He's a professor for Penn State University and he shares it with his students. And um, I think it's been great for him to connect with them that way. They kind of know him a little bit more personally, more personally than you would know, like your professor typically. Um, But he's gotten great feedback from it. And uh, now he's a pro. He's been on so many episodes with me. It's been great. After that experience, though, I did end up buying a third microphone, a Yeti Blue, because that's one microphone where you can record with multiple people. So like now, if I have someone in person, I just set that puppy right in between us and we can record that way. And it's so much easier. Still took figuring out like, so it wasn't tinny sounding or so it was placed in the right spot. So it's been a big learning curve. But yeah, when I was struggling with the podcast, even after reaching out to Mike and Mike shared his wisdom with me, because I was struggling with perfectionism, like I even ended up reaching out to a podcast editing coach and was like considering paying a ridiculous amount of money for that person to just teach me everything that I would need to know, because I felt like I needed to know it all in order to just like have the podcast be like super quality. And 
Luckily, Anthony talked me out of that, Um, not because of like the financial benefits, but he's like, you know, you don't have to take it to that level. And your episodes sound fine just the way that they are. And you're going to learn over time. Be patient with yourself. Contrary to popular belief, he does talk a lot to me. Uh, He doesn't talk a lot to most people, but he talks a lot to me. So that was all, you know, him saying like, you're going to be okay. Um, with that being said, he was my quality editor on the first couple of episodes. And any single criticism he gave me sent me spir- like spiraling. And it got to the point where I was then going to the land of good enough to like keep my sanity. And he was like, well, you could do this differently. And I was like, no. <laughs> I'm like, I don't care. This is where we are. So um, yeah, first couple episodes, lots of crying, lots of frustration, Lots of self-doubt. When episodes aired, I was like, oh God, no one's going to listen to this or someone's going to tell me it's horrible. And thankfully, I have amazing people in my life that listened and gave me really great feedback and made me just feel really good about the whole experience. So um, now I'd like to say I'm editing less and less every time. Still takes me a long time to edit each episode. Like, I don't know why. Um, like I don't take a lot of stuff out. I, you know, like I do noise reduction, which is just like lessening the background noise. There's this thing called filter curve, um, specifically for a female voice. I honestly don't really know what that does. Um, I know that it like adds just a little bit of bass and it makes the background sound more like full. So I do it because I don't know, it's, it's almost negligible, but at this point, it's kind of habit. Um, I do some manual cuts, obviously, of someone like, I mean, I've had some funny things happen while recording. One of my guests, her Alexa went off in the middle and wouldn't shut off. Um, definitely lots of dogs barking. What else have I had? Um, just all kinds of like random disruptions, sneezing, coughing, choking on water, uh, pee breaks. <laughs> um Uh, And then definitely tech issues like, you know, some of the Zoom calls have dropped and we've picked them back up. And so I've gotten pretty good at like piecing all of that together and uh, making it work. I'd like to take less time editing, honestly, but like I, I listen and edit for flow and I don't know how to, even if I was to outsource it to someone else, I don't know how to tell them how I would want it to be done. And I don't really feel like at least at this point in time, it's necessary for me to have someone else do it. Like I only work two days a week doing sessions right now. I mean, I can spend a day or two editing a week and I have plenty of time to do that. Now, once this kid comes out of me, uh, I don't know what that's going to look like, but we'll talk about that later. Um, So I guess that's kind of it for the technical stuff recap. Um, And thanks for bearing with me all this time, uh, just talking about that. Um, But now on to the fun stuff. And this is where I want to talk about my guests, because I couldn't do this without having guests. Like, you can hear how uncomfortable, I'm getting more comfortable as I'm going. But like, you wouldn't want to hear me talk all the time in every episode. It'd get really old really fast. So the new personalities, that's really what makes my podcast and the stories. That's what makes my podcast. So I just wanted to talk about, just talk about what I've experienced on this side. So of course, Anthony, right? My husband, he's been my 
repeat guest. I think he has been on three or four times. And it's so crazy to me because, again, most people know him to be like super quiet and shy, doesn't really like engage much. But when I ask him to do an episode with me, he's like totally on it, like loves doing them with me and is really confident when he's doing it. You know, there's no anxiety when he does it. And that's been a super cool experience. I also love that our good friend, Sarah, who was a guest on the podcast, had said to me, you know, because Anthony's just a little bit more uh, quiet, reserved, kind of more logical. And I'm like, me. Um, <laughs> she was like, yeah, it's like when I listen to episodes with you and him, it sounds like a calculator talking to a box of crayons. And I just love it. I I I said that in our last podcast episode together. And I, I think it is just, it just sums us up. Um, so love the calculator and box of crayons episode. Our first episode, well, I guess technically the first episode I did with him was just him sharing about being super shy and what he was like growing up and um, talked a little bit about students' mental health because he is a professor. And then we shared about our big plans of like slowing down travel, buying his childhood home and trying to have a baby. And then of course, in the most recent episode, we talked about successfully making a baby. Um, And we do plan on sharing more as we go probably like a recap of the second trimester, a recap when she's born. And then, I don't know, I I do think that there will probably be some parenting episodes where we just talk about what a nightmare and joy parenting is. We're just assuming it's going to be a joyful nightmare. Um, (laughs) So a a mix of both. Um, But yeah, couldn't do this without Anthony. He is the biggest supporter of the podcast. He listens to every episode. He used to be my quality editor and listened to them before they aired. Now, I don't really feel like I need that anymore. So now he listens on Monday nights, usually. And uh, yeah, always gives me great feedback. And it's interesting because he, you know, he's like super introverted. So doesn't show a lot of interest in people, but he loves listening to the episodes and loves learning about people that way. So That's pretty, pretty cool. Um, I've had a lot of family on, which has been pretty surprising. Um, And I've gotten to know my family a lot more, which is actually pretty weird. Because as I mentioned in a lot of my episodes, my family, especially on my mom's side, I'm not super close with a lot of people on my dad's side, but on my mom's side, they don't really typically talk about difficult things. Like our family functions are super fun and positive, which is like really great. But like, I've always known that there's so much more to life than like fun and positivity, right? Like no one gets through this life without struggling. And while my family and I are close, like my cousins, like I feel like I could call any one of my cousins right now and strike up a conversation. Like it wouldn't be awkward at all. But we don't do that, typically. And we don't, we definitely don't take the time to go deep with one another. So cool thing is, is I've had a lot of my family on. So I've had my cousins and their partners on. So I've had uh, my cousin Allison, my cousin Ben and his wife Faith, my cousin Nicole, my cousin Adam and his wife Ashley. And the cool thing is, is other than Allison and Nicole... Um, Allison, Nicole, and I have 
had deeper conversations um, about some struggles that we've had. But like the other ones, never had a conversation about emotions with them at all. So I was learning about them while you guys were listening, which is really cool. And now we have that connection, you know, now we do talk more and we engage more. So that's been really great. I also had some quieter family members on who came on with probing. Um, So my aunt Pat um, came on, even made the joke that like, I forced her, I think knife point or something. But I just absolutely love her mindset about life. She loves to garden, read and travel. And those are her things. And that's what she prioritizes in life and is a very happy-go-lucky person. And um, I've always admired her and felt probably the most connected to her just because of interests, especially travel. And so I got her to come on. I got my sister to come on, who's 14 and a half years younger than me. And we talked about her being a young mom. And uh, she's normally super shy, socially anxious, but she came on and talked, um, which was pretty great. I even had my first cousin once removed. So my mom's cousin came on and talked about how he's grown up on our uh, family's homestead, like his whole life and uh, talked about some family history stuff, which was really cool. And uh, yeah, that was just a fun, unique episode while I was visiting family. I've even gotten some of Anthony's family on. So his cousin Cody came on and got vulnerable, talked about depression and identity and uh, sexual exploration. And then his aunt Dottie came on and she shared about caregiving for Anthony's grandma who has Alzheimer's. And so I got to hear kind of more from her side of things. And, you know, even though we visit with her and we uh, engage with his grandma when we're there, you know, you just you don't really stop and take the time to ask the questions. So the podcast was great for that. I can't mention episodes with family, not mention the two episodes with my dad. That was huge uh, and probably just as intimidating as episodes one and two were for me. When I say that that was the first emotional conversation I've had with my dad since we reunited, I mean it. Um, The first time we got together, we reunited on 4th of July this past year, and we didn't talk about really anything serious. It was just more catching up and talking about travel and talking about kind of what we've missed in the past couple of years. So you guys really did hear kind of the first serious conversation we had since reuniting. Um, And I wanted to share that because I talk about him in episodes one and two, and I just wanted everyone to like see that other side because it is an important part of the story of understanding where he was coming from. And again, that's really helped me to kind of process of just seeing like why he is (laughs) the way that he is, why he did the things that he did. Just having that level of understanding has helped me to kind of forgive and move forward And um, it's been a super important part of the healing process. And that episode was really great. I actually had a cousin reach out to me who's also estranged from her father um, and said that it was hopeful, you know, that um, hopefully one day she'll be able to do that with her dad. And that's that's huge. Um, So I still can't believe he agreed to do it. I'm (laughs) honestly, I'm really surprised. 
uh, that he agreed to do it, but I'm super happy he did. And I am hoping to get my mom uh, on the show. My mom is very quiet and very reserved and doesn't like talking about emotions. I think, though, (laughs) I'm going to try to convince her to do it, and uh, I think she'll be open. She is one of my biggest fans. She listens to every episode. I warn her when there's going to be a lot of cursing and inappropriate chat because she doesn't like that because she said she's old-fashioned, but she still listens nonetheless, and she's another one of my big supporters, and uh, so I definitely want to have her on, and I think it's also interesting for you guys probably to hear the contrast because my dad, as you, if you've listened to the episode, you know, he's, he's a character, uh, rough around the edges, I guess you would say. And my mom is the complete opposite. Uh, my mom is just, you know, very kind and sweet and passive and doesn't curse. And, um, and then there's me, uh, (laughs) their love child who is, uh, in the middle. So I definitely want to get my mom on here. So mom, get prepared. It's going to happen. And uh, I also want to get my maternal grandparents on here and uh, get them to share some of their wisdom. They are now 90 and 87 and they're amazing people and they have lots of great stories. And uh, my grandma said I could record them, but not put it on the podcast, but I'm going to try to wear her down because I think that would be great. Um, so yeah, that's like kind of a wrap up for the family stuff, but getting to know them more has been super awesome. And, uh, I've had a lot of friends on, um, most of my guests probably I should say have been my friends, some for super long periods of time, like Claudia, who is my childhood best friend. Um, she's technically, I'd put her in the family category because we are that close and I love her to death. She's just one of my favorite people in this whole entire world. And then I've also had episodes with friends that have kind of been around for like much shorter periods of time. Um, Like uh, it was an episode with Rachel and we had only chatted a couple of times and we're pretty new in our, in our friendship. And then Gwen, Gwen's episode, I want to say is I think the third or fourth most popular behind my first two episodes, Anthony's episode. And then I think it's Gwen's um, where she talked about her transition and uh, kind of goals for the future and what she experienced throughout that. And uh, yeah, so lots and lots of great stories from my friends. I've also had a lot of clients and former clients on sharing their stories. Um, So Kate, Courtney, Cassie, Drew, Ryan, Ricky, and two Sarahs so far. There's another Sarah coming up in a couple weeks. But all of these people were just open enough to share their personal stories. Um, I had known their stories because I've worked with them and uh, we've talked about those things. But, you know, they were brave enough (laughs) to kind of share their stories with everyone else and not just me. And they talked about how we worked through some of their struggles together as a team. And it was really great. And then the cool part, and this is kind of more of a a recent thing, probably in the last couple of months, but I've been meeting a lot of new people. I've had guests on my show that I have never talked to before in my life. Anthony has been 
a big referral source. Um, a lot of them are his students. Um, he is a psych professor. So obviously, like me, a lot of these psych students are in the field because, you know, they're figuring their own stuff out and they've been through stuff and they want to help people with their own stuff. And so they've been very open in sharing. And that's been one of the coolest things. Um, I've gotten a couple of other guest referrals too from other guests that have been on and then recommending their friends kind of come on and chat with me as well. So, um, and from that, because there are some people where I literally do not know them at all. Uh, I got a lot of two part episodes recently. Um, and that's just honestly, because we've talked for like two and a half hours and I cut them down into two different parts, but there's just so much to learn about these people. And again, it's just a little bit of a glimpse into their stories that they're sharing with me, but it's been absolutely amazing. It's kind of like opening a Pandora's box. Um, I just recorded an episode not too long ago where I literally didn't even know what topic we were going to talk about until we started recording. So super fun, keeps me on my toes and um, just kind of keeps my curiosity alive. And it's always fascinating and always interesting to get, get to know new people. So it's great. And then I definitely have to say that I've made really cool connections with these new people. Um, technically, one of them who was a stranger to me, uh, Stephanie, um, in her episode, she talked about leaving Mormonism and a very difficult uh, relationship that she had with her mom. And uh, since that day, her and I honestly have become probably close to being best friends at this point, if not best friends. We talk every day through text. Um, we've supported each other. It's It's been an amazing friendship that's kind of blossomed out of this, and I never expected that to happen and um, can't wait to spend time together in person when we get back up to New York. But, you know, that's just like an extra perk of this is meeting new people and having new connections. And I imagine that most of you know by now how important that is to me. So it's been great. And then I thought it would be really cool uh, to figure out what topics I've covered in the last year on my show. So I kind of went through, I might be missing some of them, but I wanted to just go through this list of some of the topics that have been covered this year because it's a wide array. So we have social anxiety, shyness, single life, depression, anxiety, suicide, motherhood, parenting difficulties, grief and loss, body image issues, small business ownership, self-esteem, physical assault, relationship issues, the benefits of therapy, sexual assault, domestic violence, parent-child relationships, boundary setting, self-doubt, drug and alcohol addiction, dealing with a pandemic, self-care, bullying, medical issues such as rheumatoid arthritis, kidney failure, Alzheimer's, and endometriosis, the benefits of nature and travel, infertility and miscarriage, childhoods impacted by addiction, perfectionism, intergenerational trauma, grad school mental health, childhood abuse, people-pleasing, caregiving, bipolar disorder, recovery from addiction, 
ADHD, matrescence, sexuality, gender, identity exploration, transgender issues, divorce, disordered eating, energy medicine, feminism, emotional abuse, leaving the Mormon church, immigration, and adoption. Freaking crazy. Like, (laughs) I'm pretty sure that if I really combed through every episode thus far, there's like way more than that than we even covered. But those are important topics. Those are the hard things that have happened in a lot of our lives that we're uncomfortable talking about that my guests and I have been able to open up and talk about and uh, hopefully, hopefully helped people to feel less alone. That's the goal. So with that being said, I want more guests. <laughs> I totally want more guests. I want this to continue. If I haven't asked you to be a guest, please know it's because it's not because I don't want you to come on. It's either because I have no idea you would want to be a guest um, or because I don't know what story you would be comfortable sharing. I know lots of people who have been through some really difficult things, but I don't know if you're at the place where you want to share that. But please know if you want to come on and you want to share your story, I want to hear it and I want to share it. So please do not hesitate to contact me if you want to come on and share your story. I love meeting new people. I love diversity in stories. So even if it's not you, but you have a friend who wants to come on and share, like, please get a hold of me. And also, one of the things that I will, um, I know I have at least one episode coming up that's going to be like this. And I would, I would be totally fine um, and totally happy to continue to do this as well, to get more stories out there while helping people feel safe and comfortable. But I do have an episode that's going to be coming out that is going to be a bit more anonymous. There will be no photo attached to the podcast advertisement just for safety and for comfort. Um, So if you want to come on and share your story anonymously, we don't have to use real names. We don't have to use real locations. We can edit out anything that would make you feel uncomfortable if you just want to share your story and have it out there, but not have it be attached to you. So please know that's something that I'm willing to do. And if you want to share your story, please don't let that stop you from doing so, because I am totally willing to work with people on that. Um, I want you to feel safe and comfortable, and I want it to be a positive experience. And I do want to say that's something that I've gotten feedback on. I actually did put a survey out recently to my guests that have been on the show asking how it was for them. And the feedback that I got, other than everyone is uncomfortable listening to their voice, I get it. Like, I can't imagine this editing this episode is going to be like facing my biggest freaking nightmare uh, (laughs) because I'm just listening to myself talk this whole time. It's just going to be like exposure therapy. But other than hating the sound of their own voice or being uncomfortable with it, Other than that, everyone has shared that it's been a really great experience for them, that some of them have felt lighter, it's been therapeutic, that people have reached out to them and given them really positive feedback. It's helped them to connect with new people. It's helped them to connect with people on a different level that they already know. 
So I think there's a lot of benefit to it. And I do think personally, after sharing my first two episodes in my story, like I felt that therapeutic kind of release. And a lot of my guests shared that they feel the same way with me. So, you know, even if you want to do it as a like therapy experiment, I'm here to help you with that. So please, 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 please get a hold of me if you want to be on my show. If you don't know how to do that, you can uh, email me at Carrie, K-A-R-R-I, at wanderingsoullifecoaching.com. Or you can go to the wanderingsoullifecoaching.com page and go to the contact me page. If you're friends with me, just text me. Um, you can reach out to me on Instagram or Facebook and all that information is in the description for the show. Just please don't hesitate to get a hold of me if you want to come on. I'd love to have you. And uh, plans for the future. Like, I want to continue this as long as possible. And that really is dependent on me getting guests um, and people wanting to continue to share their stories with me. I am trying to get ahead of myself right now. I'm recording this and I still have several episodes to edit that are recorded. Um, I think I have enough up to May 9th or May 16th at this point. I'm trying to get ahead. Um, I am due in August currently. And the first two months after I give birth, I'm going to take maternity leave from the podcast probably because that would just be a lot on my plate. So I want to have episodes stockpiled so I can continue to keep episodes rolling out every week, but not necessarily have to do the work at that specific time. So um, I'm hoping to keep this going as long as possible, but I need you guys to help me out with that and um, to get me some guests. We'll see what happens. I do have a list of some other people that I've been reaching out to and um, some that I'm begging to come on that are still a little anxious about it, uh, but hopefully that will change in the future. I just want to have a mix of uh, continuing to do what I'm doing, sharing guest stories as much as possible, and then Anthony and I doing life updates. Um, and I'm sure I'll be talking about my experience through motherhood journey as it progresses. Uh, I want to be really real about that. It's my experience talking with other mothers that there's a lot of guilt and shame uh, that comes up with having just kind of difficult feelings about motherhood because it's, you know, again, it's sometimes it's a nightmare. It's really difficult. You're sleep deprived. You have bodily fluids that are not your own being, you know, squirted and spewed on you. Um, it's, you know, can be a nightmare in some ways. And it's also, I've been told, the most rewarding thing you'll ever do in life by a lot of people. And uh, I want to share all the nitty gritty stuff and, uh, you know, all the stuff that will probably make uh, our daughter cringe in the future listening to it uh, when she's older. But uh, that's okay. I just want to share the real stuff. So I'm sure that will be happening. I'd like to dedicate a bit more time when I have it to advertising the podcast and getting it out there. Quite honestly, right now, I only put it out on my Facebook pages and my Instagram pages. And other than that, I really rely on you guys, hopefully my listeners and my guests to share it and get it out there. 
but I would like to kind of figure out a way to advertise it and get it out there to more people. I don't really ever want to monetize it. I hate commercials on podcasts. I think the only way I would do that if it was like something I really believed in and it was me talking about it and talking about my experience with it. But I also don't think I'll ever get that popular uh, podcasting wise. So yeah, I'm just not expecting that to happen. And I am thinking about maybe being on some other people's podcasts. Um, I'd have to seek them out and uh, see who would want me on and what I would talk about. But I think that would be a really cool way to network as well. So if you know of any other podcasters who like having guests on and I would be a fit, also let me know that. That would be fun too. And uh, lastly, I just want to thank you guys. (laughs) Anyone who's listening, like if you've listened to one episode or if you've listened to them all or anything in between, thank you. Um, when I started this, I had no idea that even anyone would listen. I was like, okay, I can guarantee my mom and I can guarantee my husband. And other than that, I have no idea who's going to listen to me, but people are, and people do. And if it wasn't for you guys, I mean, if I was getting like, you know, just those two listens on every episode, I would have quit a long time ago, but I do see the numbers going up. And I do get feedback, and I love getting feedback. If you listen and you like it, please let me know. Like, if there's episodes that really hit you hard and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm totally there with that person. Um, If it's impacting you in any kind of way, please let me know. As of today, uh, stats-wise, because I do get some stats from Buzzsprout, I have uh, 4,559 downloads which for me, I'm impressed. Again, it's been a year. I'm not Joe Rogan and Dak Shepard. Like I'm not expecting a ridiculous amount. But for me, I'm really proud of that number. um, And really actually surprised um, that I've gotten that many listens in the last year. I've gotten listens from 22 different countries or territories. I do want to put it out there. Someone is listening to every episode from Germany, um, from Frankfurt. I don't know who this person is, but you're listening to every episode. And if I don't know you, I want to know you because I love connecting to people. Like if we're strangers, but you like listening to the show, please contact me. Like, let's be friends. Let's get to know each other. Because, you know, like, I don't know. I I just, I want to be friends. Uh, So please reach out. Um, I've had 683 different cities throughout the U.S. that have listened So yeah, crazy, 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 crazy to me that people are listening. I couldn't do this without you guys. I really appreciate the feedback that I get. I hope it's meaningful to you guys. It's meaningful to me. I want to continue doing this as long as I can. I love meeting new people. So email me, get a hold of me. If you like my podcast, if it's doing something for you, please, please, please consider sharing it, whether it's on your social media, whether it's in conversation with another friend, please help me get it out there and allow other people to listen and maybe want to share their stories and come on and be a part of this experience. I want to keep it going as long as possible and I need your help to do it. So I think that's it. Oh my gosh, how long has that been? It has been, I have my notes on my screen. Oh my gosh, it's been an hour. Holy shit. Uh, I've just talked a whole hour all by myself. 
I uh, just, again, thank you for the awesome year of podcasting that this has been. It's been fun. I want to continue it as long as I possibly can. I need your help to do it, whether it's by listening, giving me feedback to keep me motivated, being a guest on the show, or sending me guests for the show. If you like it, please help me in continuing it. And um, thank you. Just thank you for this awesome experience. I'm going to try not to get emotional from these pregnancy hormones. It really seriously means a lot to me. You guys probably will never know. And um, I'm going to wrap this up like I always do and wander with you soon. Thank you.